Glad to be hosting this tonight. Uh, do we have any sports fans in here? All right. I'm a huge sports fan. I, uh, I'm actually a big fan of golf. You know, when you guys saw my fat ass walk on stage, you probably thought I was a professional bowler. But uh, there's, there's too much cardio in that for me. I'd rather just drink beer and ride around in a motorized cart all day. Um, Tiger Woods is actually my favorite golfer. I don't know if you guys heard this recently or not, but he was involved in a car accident where he hit nothing and rolled the car. There was some question as to whether or not Tiger Woods was really part Asian. I feel like we solved that riddle. It's like the most Asian shit I've ever heard when you hit nothing and roll your car. Uh, I watched a documentary about Tiger Woods the other day. It was called Tiger Woods' Best 18 Holes. Can't tell you how pissed off I was when I found out it was about golf. <laughs> Dude, that guy's banging tins. There's got to be a video out there somewhere, right? Um, everybody says Tiger Woods is the most committed or the uh, best golfer on planet Earth. I believe that that's probably true, but I don't think he's the most committed golfer. Uh, I think that title goes to Caitlyn Jenner. Dude, she cut her dick off to move up like five tee boxes. That's, uh, that's just a handicap I'll never be able to catch up with. Um, <laughs> I'm married. My beautiful wife is actually here tonight. Uh, yeah, all right, married people. Um, she catfished me with her tits when we first met. She had this thing that was called a double wow bra. And dude, the first wow is like, Wow, those are amazing. They're perky, they're perfect, they're awesome. And then that second wow, it's a little different. It's more of a, like a, wow, really? Uh, more of kind of a, like a, sir, I'm going to need you to leave my bedroom type deal. Um, we do have two beautiful kids. They're, uh, they're technically not my biological children. But I've been raising them since they were two and four. So I guess you could call them rescues. Uh, dude, when I went to her house, that Sarah McLaughlin song would come on, and I just saw their sad little faces and was like, fuck it, I'll take those two. Um, one of them's 15, and I recently started taking testosterone, but not like from a doctor. I just got it off the internet, <laughs> and I think I take too much. So it's kind of like he and I are going through puberty together again. Um, like our data plan is out of control. We spend way too much time in the bathroom. <laughs> it gets weird though, man. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, dude, did you see mom's ass this morning? That thing was banging. It's like, please stop. Uh, <laughs> I had to ground him the other day. <sighs> I felt bad. I had to take his phone. So I gave him an old Sears catalog. It's like, just, just flip to the middle. That's the underwear section. It'll save your life, man, I promise. Um, he's, uh, he's supposed to be vaccinated for, with the, I don't know what the hell, HPV vaccine? I don't think I'm going to have him get it. It's not that I'm anti-vax. I just feel like they should save that shit for somebody that's got a chance at getting laid. Uh, <laughs> Dude, when this kid plays Grand Theft Auto, the hookers beat him up and take his money. Like, that's kind of where we're at on that deal. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah, not going to happen. Um, for the first time ever, I've had to think about plastic potato genitalia recently. 
Dude, Mr. Potato Head got canceled. Did you guys hear this? Like, literally canceled. He has a wife. I don't know what the fuck happened. He got canceled because of gender problems. I started thinking about it, and I was like, man, if Mr. Potato Head had a dick, that thing would be a french fry, for sure. And then if Mrs. Potato Head had a vagina, I think it's like a twice-baked potato, you know? It's all, like, mushy and warm. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, dude, what if, what if she's like a size queen, you know? Where it's got to be like a steak fry or a waffle fry. Like those little Freddy's fries won't do the trick. <laughs> she's as frustrated as we are trying to scrape the fry sauce out. <laughs> I, uh, like I said, man, I'm married. I have a wife. She's very competitive. She was an athlete in college. I don't know how that works. She went to the University of Phoenix online. <laughs> but she tells me that's the truth. So she's, she's cool, but she's very competitive. She has a brother. He happens to be gay. Uh, and he's probably the only more competitive person than her. So when these two get together, it's like out of control, man. They go at each other's throat. It's kind of annoying. So I fuck with them as much as I can. And like last Monday, we're sitting there. We're having some drinks. I was like, hey, babe. What if your gay brother could suck way better dick than you could? And uh, that usually gets a laugh. Uh, and with this, with this like asshole confidence, she's like, no, no, there's no way. I was like, I, I think he probably knows a little more about what's going on down there than you do. Uh, and again, she was like, no, no, there's no way. But I caught like a hint of doubt in her eye. So I seized the opportunity. I was like, babe, to be the best at something, you have to practice over and over and over again. I gotta be honest with you, it's been like the best fucking week of my entire life. Usually a little more nervous up here, I'm pretty drained. Uh, but then it dawned on me, this guy's coming over for dinner in a couple weeks, and I feel like we gotta crown a winner. I feel like I'm the only one that can be the judge of that competition. <laughs> God damn guys, it's Pride Month, you can laugh at the gay jokes, fuck. Anyway, again, thank you guys very much for coming out. Uh, I'd like to welcome your first comic coming on stage. Please welcome CW. CW! All right, how we doing, Vorchez? We can do a little better than that, right? How we doing, Vorchez? That was literally just a little better. That's all right. Hi, I am CW. That is short for Clive Wayne Mears the Fourth. Kind of a mouthful. My family has no imagination. I did it differently. I named my son Two Clive, Two Wayne. I named his daughter Tokyo Drift. Her real dad's Asian. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Sorry, I got really high before I came here on my brand new ladder. I always get really high when I'm on ladders. Sometimes when I just want to get a little high, I break out my stepladder. I have my stepladder full time, but I only see my real ladders on the weekend. I could talk about ladders for another minute. <laughs> no, I came here to tell you guys about all the times I had to go see HR in the last two years. Quick backstory, my job is super easy. I watch YouTube all day. I'm usually coming in hungover. I smell like pot a lot. Never got in trouble for any of that, though. Last time I got in trouble for 
it was worded giving inappropriate hand, jabber, hand gestures to coworkers. I call them ghost hand jobs. You have a stressful day, you can tell they're just stressing out. You just go up to them, like, hey, it's okay, we're almost there, we're almost there. There you go, there you go. Been doing that since I was 16, it's always gotten a laugh. Until I did it to Jamie. Jamie did not appreciate this. I did not know that Jamie was transitioning. Apparently, Jamie's getting the old addictomy. Pride Month, we can laugh at this, right? Uh, Jamie is just Jamie now. I no longer use pronouns when it comes to Jamie, which is getting under Jamie's skin. The other day, Jamie took me aside and was like, dude, my name's not even Jamie. Fucking Jamie. All right, so about a year ago, I had a coworker pull me aside and tell me, unsolicited, that his wife started an OnlyFans page. It only became inappropriate when I asked for the link. It's not my fault his wife's a 10. His wife is a Hayesville 10. It's like a Wichita 8, maybe like a Kansas City 6. It's not so bad, though. A Hayesville 10 is still a Mulvane 12. If you know the local geography, that joke might be funny. I don't know. Oh, shit. Okay. A couple weeks into this job, I found out that I could just watch YouTube all day and no one says shit to me. I like to watch wrestling. It's pretty fun. So I'm watching this show. It's called AEW Dark. It's on YouTube. And there's this beautiful woman facing off of another beautiful woman. It's not my fault they're beautiful and athletic. And they're doing all these wrestling moves. They're punching each other. They're doing flippy doodahs. I think that's the name of that move. Until... The secretary walks in when one girl is just scissoring another girl's face. And, oh, man, she, her eyes just got so freaking wide. And I had a couple of seconds to think of something. Because I didn't want this lady to think I'm just some kind of pervert who likes to watch women wrestle at work to get my jollies off. But all that came out of my mouth was, you know, I also like to watch men wrestle. <laughs> that was the first time I had to go to HR. The lady read that, looked up at me, and she's like, huh, I got a nephew like you. <laughs> All right, y'all. Happy Pride Month, free Britney, whatever. Good night. Hey, keep it going for CW, everybody. Your next comic coming to the stage. Please welcome James Howe. Thank you. <laughs> you ready to put your tinfoil hats on? Is that? <laughs> oh man, I just I just saw this rumor on the internet that Dr. Dre gets abducted by space aliens all the time. <laughs> I know. Doesn't that sound crazy? Apparently, this dude gets abducted by space aliens, and he goes up there all the time, and he's like, "Yeah, they put me in this waiting room before they probe our buttholes," and but right before I go in, guess who I see up there? Dr. fucking Dre. And everybody's like, no way. <laughs> I've been seeing all these UFOs on the news, though, and I heard they mess with radios. And the other day, my radio started getting fuzzy. And I heard forgot about Dre playing in the background. I was like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I was like, you know, I've never even seen an alien, so I was like, I should probably, or like a UFO, I've never even seen none of that shit before. They just show it on the news now, so I was like, I should probably look into this, right? <laughs> oh, you don't want to look into it. It's too much. There's like a book somebody wrote called Alien Interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, guess what? Apparently, there was a lady who was a nurse who got to interview an alien that crashed at Roswell. And according to this alien, we are all immortal spiritual beings trapped inside of biological bodies. <laughs> and I was like, hold on, immortal spiritual being. I'm put that on my resume right now. I was going to save that one for my landlord. Be like, don't worry, I'll just conjure things from the universe. I'm an immortal spiritual being. I will just find you $650 <laughs> telepathically. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work, is it? <laughs> I don't believe these aliens. I think if these aliens are real, they should show up with a duffel bag full of my rent money in my room. <laughs> that would be awesome. Send another stimulus check. <laughs> I don't think they'll do that because they're not real. <laughs> but they're on the news a lot. I'm like, why the fuck? Even YouTube. YouTube is weird. YouTube the other day, out of all people it could have popped up, it sent me Tucker Carlson on Fox News talking about UFOs. And I'm like, Tucker Carlson talking about UFOs shouldn't... Shouldn't he be trying to abolish Pride Month or something? I don't know. <laughs> like, what does this guy talk about normally? I don't know. <laughs> talk about how we need to sign up every newborn child with their very own gun. Like, <laughs> it's not a bad idea if the aliens are coming. I don't know. <laughs> They're about to invade. We should all be armed to the teeth. That's what I think. I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to do, shoot at aliens? <laughs> you can't even see aliens. Yeah, because they're not that. I know, I told you, you're going to have to put your tinfoil hat on, you know what I mean? <laughs> you got to get ready. I couldn't ease into it. I only have five minutes, so I just... <laughs> I know, this shit is really crazy. You know, that story, though, about the alien interview, it gets way crazier, like, way crazier. Like, it starts talking about, apparently, Earth is a prison... And the only reason that we don't realize it is because every time you die, you're actually free now, but then you run into a trap. Yeah, so apparently, when you die, you just run into traps, and then it wipes your memory, and you get born into a new... I'm like, damn, that... They always told me this shit wasn't like video games. You remember, <laughs> as a kid, my parents would be like, you know, life's not like a game, you know. Like, if you die in real life, you can't just respawn. I'm like, well, according to the aliens... Yes, I can. So press X and let's go again. <laughs> uh, you just forget everything. How convenient. Oh, man. I know. This shit is just crazy. I'm like, are there really people that believe all this stuff? Man. I tell you what, if they really start saying things like this on the news, I would think the government is setting it all up. I don't trust the government at all. I'm like, they're making it up. They're going to invade us themselves and tell us it's aliens. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> they're going to wear, like, space suits and... I don't know. 
I mean, how would the guy, like, how would they, like, invade, like, how would they pretend to be aliens, you know? This is how crazy the shit gets. They can't even pretend to raise the minimum wage. How could they? <laughs> you can't even convince us we're paid decent. How are you going to convince us we're going to invade? I think they should raise the minimum wage. And they talk about how much. I don't really know how much, but I think they're bidding too low. That's why I think $15, that seems too low to me. You know, in 1964, though, it was only $1.25, so what can you buy with that? <laughs> I'm like, I can have a dollar and use that as a tip for a drink. That's about it. There's nothing. Can you get candy bars for a dollar anymore? No. You know why? Inflation. <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but <laughs> I hear it a lot. And I was at Walmart the other day, and as I left, I saw that I had a flat tire, and I was like, inflation? Where are you now? This is, now I need you. <laughs> Where were you? And then I went to Quick Trip, and I found inflation. I was like, damn. <laughs> I guess I'm only getting one snack today. <laughs> anyway, I'm James Hop. Enjoy the rest of the show. Keep it going for James Halp. We're all wondering where the fuck we can get that weed at. He's gonna get even higher and go put crop circles together in his crops with the crop circles. That's three times, count that. All right, your next comic coming to the stage, Aaron McPherson. Man, I found some very important news out today. I got a motherfucking brother, another one. My dad was a motherfucking Rolling Stone, goddamn. Just little niggas spread all, all around in the South. Shit. Got me up here in Kansas and all these motherfuckers, Georgia, Georgia, Virginia. I was like, damn, son. He didn't listen to my grandpa's uh, words of wisdom that he gave me one day on the headed to college. He told me, he was like, hey, listen here, grandson, college is gonna be fun. I just need you to remember these two things. Well, number one, fuck them all. <laughs> and the rule number two, don't get them pregnant. Shit, I listened. My dad obviously didn't, but I'm thankful for that, because otherwise I wouldn't be able to be here. So shit, that's cool. But yeah, that was my new information I found today. Some wildness. I was like, damn. And I was like, how'd you find me? And he was like, <coughs> our sisters. And I was like, sisters too? He was like, holy shit. It's like, goddamn, I just started singing that song. It's like, Papa was a rolling stone. That's it, I can't sing no more, but yeah, you need to get the gist of it. Yeah, I was like, damn. But anyway, I'm hot too, but. Man, what's wrong with these fans, man? They're scaring me, making all this noise. It's ballooning one of them. I thought one was about to fall off or something, man. Shit, be like them song movies or something. I don't want none of that to happen to me. Ugh. What else about me? What else about me? So my mom, she also gave me some advice one time. It was kind of fucked up. It was very fucked up. None of y'all get offended. She was like, son, white women are the devil. I was like, God damn, mom, that's racist. And then I was like, shit, I was like, how you gonna say that? My brother and sister are mixed, God damn it. 
And she was like, I didn't say white men. And I was like, well, fuck. There we have it. But no, I don't think, I don't think that's the truth. Shit. Give some, they do some good things. Give me some money when I'm in need. Yeah, do all that stuff for me. It's good. Let's see, let's get back to some regular stuff. The God's got me and shit. Let's keep it simple. God's got me. I'm up here trying to fuck around and do some new things. But God's got me. So, the other day, I was walking around. I was trying to get some chickens from the store. You know when you go into like Casey's, they'll be like, hey, would you like to donate some money to the Feed the, feed the Children Fund or whatnot? It's like, shit. I should, but no. <laughs> I'm cheap. And I was like, I was like, motherfucker, you just see me buy these two pieces of chicken with change. Nickels at that. Fuck I look like donating to these kids, man. Fuck them kids, man. God got them. Shit. I don't got no kids, but I love the kids. Just not mine. Just fine with me. Little motherfuckers are expensive. Shit. They call me eyebrows. That's my nickname. I'm Uncle Eyebrows to all these little kids. Be like, hey, how you doing, eyebrows? Be like, well, fuck you too. Ah, <laughs> uh, kids, I can't have none. Not yet. To that point, I'm 30, well, not 30. 28 and 0, hopefully soon to be 29 and 0. It's my record. I'm going to keep it that way, at least for like five more years, I think. Because I think, you know, I think my pull-up game's strong. But shit, you never know. I might be like my dad and just have a bunch of little motherfuckers running around too. I hope not. Because I'm running away too, shit. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. So, yeah, if you don't, if you, uh, oh, fuck. I was about to say again. Goddamn. Too high. Ugh. Shit. 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 Oh, yes. You might be a Negro. <laughs> if you love fried chickens and you love all this other shit that give you high blood pressure, you might be a Negro. Now, you might be responsible and... Some of y'all out here, if you pay your taxes on time and all that good shit and got you a 401k, I do too. I'm trying to get like y'all, man. Y'all got the money. So where's it at? Just help me feed the Negro Foundation and I'll be happy. I'll be passing around the tip jar after this when I get off. I'm poor. Shit. Not really. But anyway, God's got me. Y'all have a good night. Aaron McPherson. Keep it going for Aaron McPherson, everybody. You can find him at, at Eyebrows on Twitter. Your next comic coming to the stage, please welcome Diane Roth. Colonoscopies. Oh, they're so much fun. You get to drink a, a delicious co concoction of a laxative and Gatorade and get stuck to a toilet all day. On the day of, they knock you out. When you wake up, you don't remember a thing. Schedule yours today. You'll be so ever so glad you did. I just had mine done, and when I woke up, discovered I'd been admitted. So once the coast was clear, I snuck out. Now I'm an escape patient on the run from the nurses disguised as a homeless person. <clears throat> we interrupt this <clears throat> show for a very brief but important message from our sponsors, 
from our friendly folks at Malarkey and Malarkey. Friends, is your crap machine constantly malfunctioning and crapping out on you, giving you crap C? If so, then <clears throat> call the law firm of Malarkey and Malarkey, attorney of craps. You may be entitled to compensation. Call the law firm of Fart Firm of Malarkey and Malarkey for your free consult today at 1-888-884-CRAP. We win for you or you pay nothing. Call now. Recently, I got trapped between, stuck between floors on a crowded elevator when I got the uncontrollable urge just to let one rip. <clears throat> no matter how hard I tried to squash the feeling, not only did it come out, it came out full force. <clears throat> Starting out like a three-tone fart, ending up sounding like a machine gun going off in 3D. All I could say was, I'm sorry, so sorry, please accept my apologies, but it had to come out, just couldn't wait, so sorry. My fart be like, oh glory hallelujah, I've been set free at last. Rest in peace, my stinky little fart, rest in peace. Give me an R. R. Louder, give me a T. T. Give me an A. A. Give me an F. F. Give me an S. What do we have? Scrambled farts. <laughs> Click, call 911 because there's fire in the hole. And it burns, burns, burns. That ring of fire, that ring of fire. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Because you are the wind beneath my cheeks. F is for the fat lady's delight. A is for the after dinner mint. R is for the ring-tailed roar. <laughs> T is for the thunder dumplings. S is for silent but deadly. Here come the silent, those silent or deadly but plentiful silent deadly bubble parts, followed by the butt cheek bubbles. Tiny bubbles out the butt cheek make you happy, make you feel fine. Uh, uh, there goes another backdoor sneeze, followed by the backdoor breeze. Uh, okay, that's it. <laughs> Keep it going for Diane Roth, everybody. She's got the do-rag on. She's going to do some gang-banging after this is over. All right, guys, please welcome your next comic coming to the stage, Pete Stevens. Uh, if fat guys are into fat white chicks... Why aren't black ladies into fat white guys? <laughs> I'm just saying I should be knee-deep in black pussy, all right? All the time. I should have been over there like, get off me, Shaniqua. I got to go tell jokes. <laughs> I want to go to the amusement park. I don't give a fuck which one. We go to Worlds of Fun, right? They got a train. Goes around that bitch. I'm going to hijack that motherfucker. Get on my automatic. I'll we'll be like, pow, pow, pow. This motherfucker's mine. You fat lady in front of my train, pow, 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 get the fuck off my train. And I know you're sitting there thinking, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Train's going like five miles an hour. Well, exactly. I want to see the cops run alongside talking about, what are your demands? I'm going to be like, free cotton candy for everybody, pow, 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 bitch. Because if I'm going down, everybody gets something, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to give me a whole, uh, 
group of midgets. I don't know what you call a bunch of them together, like a gaggle or something. I don't know, a, a giggle. Cause you'd laugh if you saw a bunch of them. Let's go with litter. I want to give me a whole litter of midgets, right? I'm gonna put them in a box, one of those big Walmart like watermelon boxes they have, right? Put them all in there, right? Free to a good home. Just stand out in front of a Walmart. Just for that one little kid that goes, Mommy, I want the little one. I'm like, bitch, they're all little. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's the runt of the litter. <laughs> so I'm fat. You can clearly see that. I'm fat everywhere, top to bottom, except my nipples. They're not fat. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> like my dick. My dick's not fat either. That's the other part of my body. I mean, it's big, but it ain't like fat, pudgy. You know what I'm saying? I know it because it gets a high-impact workout all the time. Why that stays that way. But my nips, I can't figure it out. You guys don't care about my fat nipples? Fuck you. Why, are, why do the employees at Burger King always look so fucking dirty? Do they, well, they always look like they just finished their shift. You know what I'm saying? Is there a crowd in here? What the fuck happens when you get on the stage? What the fuck is wrong with you people? Is there a gas leak in this motherfucker? It's got a high ceiling, it should be all, never mind. I turn 43 soon. And I'll tell you what, it seems like the older I get, the less and less my parents are my parents, and more and more just the people that live upstairs. <laughs> fuck you people, that's a really good joke about living in your parents' basement into your 40s. It's actually pretty cool. Like, I ain't gotta do laundry or pay bills, but it's tough with the ladies. I can't get them to come home and stay with me. Figure the only way I'll ever do that is if I build a meth lab down there in the basement. But then I think about it, and I'm like, who wants to spend the rest of their life with some girl from Hayesville? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you are, look at you. Shouldn't have taken eight jokes in to get a laugh. Uh, but that's okay, you be you. <laughs> Speaking of white trash people, I, uh, not you, the what, Hayesville, never mind. <laughs> I'm really high too. Uh, I don't like white trash people. They're very stuck up and they show off way more than you think they should. Because every time one of these people buy a brand new house, they got to parade that shit through town just showing off before they can move into it. <laughs> That's a mobile home joke. <laughs> I saw Renee Stevens at Dog and Shake the other day. I didn't know it was Renee Stevens until I heard because she's all like wearing sunglasses and, and like she had Diane's fucking thing on her head. <laughs> all I heard was, do y'all serve a wiener wiener on pita? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I got to put my stuff down for this one. You ever be fingering a girl for the first time? You just be all up in there just, you know, giving her the good business. Listen, I like the flick. That's my finger. You should be giving it to her, right? And then she looks down like you're doing something wrong. You're like, bitch, I don't know what your problem is. I don't even know why I came in this Walmart. <laughs> That's my time. Have a good night. Keep it going, man. Keep it going. Your next comic coming to the stage. Please welcome Kevin Page. last week, which is pretty funny. But the main difference between me and Mac is uh, 
I can fucking handle my drugs. <laughs> but he can't. Couldn't. I also heard, heard a lot of jokes about uh, uh, women. And, like, guys, why would we ever make fun of women? We're all fucking pieces of shit. Like, every one of us. We're all gross. Like, when's the last time any of us have cleaned out our flashlights? Like, I never have. Like, you just get all tuckered out. You just want to cuddle with it. Uh, you know, it... it when you do want to clean it off, you just got to, like, peel off that layer of film, though. Like, kind of stir it around like it's queso cheese that sat out a little too long. Eventually, you do got to scrape off that black mold, though. Might start growing moss, but it's, it's okay. I like a little peach fuzz on a girl. Uh, mine grew mushrooms. They weren't psychoactive. And if you think about it, it kind of makes me a father. Uh, I'm probably the first person in the world to ever get chlamydia from a flashlight. Uh, I don't wash my butt plug either. Um, it's going to smell like shit anyway, so. But yeah, every man is fucking a piece of shit, and we're weird. Like, every man in this room has a weird masturbation story we try to tell ourselves never fucking happened. Like, we try to convince ourselves it was some weird fever dream. Like, I was only studying at the public library. But no, it fucking happened. Whatever you guys are thinking of, that happened. I'll tell you mine. Uh, I was at the Worlds of Fun. I was, I was in the last car of a roller coaster. I didn't plan on masturbating when I got on the ride, but there was a very voluptuous woman in front of me with a very low-cut shirt, and that feeling came over me. So then I came all over me. <laughs> you know, the people that operate that ride, they're used to people stepping off, like covered in vomit, but they're not used to seeing a fat kid in a Spider-Man t-shirt who just emptied his web shooters all over himself. <laughs> Felt really bad for the guy you know how to unbuckle me. <laughs> Yeah, every, every man's fucking weird. We don't need, like, a reason to masturbate. We'll just, anything will work. Like, I was kind of nervous about performing on the way here tonight, like, on Kellogg, and I decided to fuck it and cranked one out. <laughs> All I know is cruise control saved a lot of lives. <laughs> but I've never pulled my dick out in front of anybody. I'm, I'm not going to get canceled. I have no fear of that. Um, I do kind of agree with this whole cancel culture. Like, if you say anything racist or homophobic, you should be held accountable. But I think the repercussions should be different. Like, if you do any of that shit... Like, your online search, like, porn search history should be public domain. Everyone should know what you're into. Did you hear about Jimmy? Yeah, what kind of fucking psychopath only watches gangbang porn? <laughs> and he's racist. Speaking of porn, uh, I'm obviously a big fan. Look at me. Growing up, like, porn, like, it was like whatever street smut you'd find, like, torn page, and it's like finding a diamond. Um, and then I got the internet, and that changed everything. Like, that sort of make you, like, masturbating, like, a contest. Like, if I could not come before the picture would fully download. Like, downloads at 74%, but I'm at 95. <laughs> and then it would finally load waist down. Then you notice her dick. You're like, God, they got me again. But nowadays, porn is so readily available. And on the homepage of all these sites, all these videos of, like, dad fucks daughter, mom fucks son, brother fucks sister. And, God, guys, I am loving it. It's amazing. Like, my whole life, I felt nothing but shame. Like, when my girlfriend would find the family photo album under the bed, I have to explain myself. Like, look, it's your mom's graduation photo. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm justified now. Like, me and people like me, incestors or incisters as we call ourselves, we now have this outlet. We can just go to, the, go to Pornhub, click that family fun tab, and, you know, let it roll. I know you guys are probably thinking, it's, it's weird to jack off to your sister. Fair. But, guys, you haven't seen my sister. She's a fucking 10. It's amazing. Um, that's all my new shit, but I'll, I'll end on uh, this one. 
Uh, have you guys ever seen a black dick in person before? Yeah! <laughs> Holy shit! Those things are fucking incredible. Like, that is what a dick is supposed to look like, you know? They're, they're big, vascular, a little scary. Like, have you seen a big dick in a white person? It doesn't look right, you know? It's like Photoshop in real life. Aside from that, you get the white privilege and a big dick. Fuck you, you need to pick one. I remember my first black dick. I was in fourth grade. I was in computer class with Jamarcus, and he just pulled his cock out. And I was shocked. I'd never seen a dick like that before. So I didn't know what to do. Like, you know, the only dicks I'd seen at that point were on my own little Vienna sausage, and my dad, you know, Bigfoot walking from the bedroom to the bathroom. So I didn't know what to say, but Jamarcus knew what to say. He said, touch it. <laughs> Good no. Grabs my hand, starts moving it closer. Right before we recreated Michelangelo's creation of Adam with his penis, I snap my hand back. I go, no! Teacher class, everyone looks over. I look back, the dick is gone. If you can make anything that big disappear, you're fucking David Copperfield. And I, uh, I totally repressed that memory all my life. I blacked it out all those years. I'm Kevin Page, guys. Thank you. Keep it going for Kevin Page. You want to find a dirty yoga class later. Ask Kevin where it's at. Your next comic coming to the stage. Please keep it going for Shane Lahari. What is up, everybody? Holy shit. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm more of the prince of Wichita County. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I just got back from Kansas City doing a couple shows. And uh, um, I did, like, this bar show there where they put, the, like, my name and picture on the poster and everything like that. And they hung it up in the bathroom. And uh, I went into the bathroom right before the show, and I saw somebody drew a mustache on it. And I just I sent a picture of it, and I just texted my friends. and was like, I made it! <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I would. I didn't send him a picture of the one that uh, somebody drew a dick on in the front, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But I came back from Kansas City and uh, I just wanted to relax and like sit down and watch a movie and stuff. So I watched Saw, and if you haven't watched Saw to relax, it's kind of like coming home from work and watching ISIS beheading videos. All right, that, that's the reaction I thought I was gonna get. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, like, I watched it on YouTube, and, like, the, like, YouTube has ads on these movies, so, like, um, like, and they didn't match the, like, tone of the movie at all. It was like, hey, like, watch this guy um, get his limbs chopped off, and here's this m trailer for an animated movie about a horse. <laughs> and the best, the best ad, though, was, like, right at the end, this guy gets his head spot cut off, spoiler alert, and uh, then right after that, they played an ad for Head and Shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you got it. All right. <laughs> yeah. But I was telling my friend, I was telling my uh, brother about like something my friend did while he was drunk. And uh, he just looks at me. I was thinking I was telling a funny story, but he just looks at me and he goes, You need better friends. And I was like, Yeah, I have really good friends when they're sober. Yeah. But nobody becomes a better person when they're drunk. Like, no one has ever gotten drunk and then like volunteered at a soup kitchen. Like, no one has ever gotten drunk and then, like, fucking, I can't remember the fucking. <laughs> no one's ever slammed a. Sh <laughs> no one has ever slammed a shotgun and then just went and read to kids in a hospital. Like, <laughs> no one has ever gotten hammered and then, like, drove seniors to their doctor's appointments. But I have done that once. My grandma really loved it. All right, cool. All right, that joke sucks. All right. <laughs> So I just got a cat. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, he gets in a lot of fights, though, because he's not a pussy. <laughs> That's a class A pun right there. <laughs> I need to lose a little weight, though, because the other day my friend got in my car, and uh, he, he looked at my floor, and he sees his receipt, and he picks it up, and he opens it, and he goes, dude, why'd you buy two medium milkshakes from Brahms? He thought I drank them both. Like, like he never thought for two seconds I had another friend in the car. Like, <laughs> like if I really wanted that much milkshake, I would have gotten a large. Like, yeah, but. <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember the other part of that joke. <laughs> good, good job fucking explain the punchline, asshole. <laughs> ah, fuck. Um. <laughs> By the way, I know I look like a lesbian. You don't have to tell me. All right. <laughs> me and Kevin are in a lesbian off right now, if you guys want to help us <laughs> judge this contest. Yeah, but I just got a new girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, people that know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I realized that, like she freaks out over like little shit. Like the other day, um, I ran into her friend at Walmart, and then I texted her and was like, "Hey, you're not gonna believe what just happened." And she's like, "What? Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, like that's why I'm gonna give you bad news." Like, "Hey, babe, guess what? I just got stabbed." <laughs> you know what my biggest pet peeve is? What? <laughs> <laughs> that never doesn't do with your life. <laughs> It's when, you, it's when you ask somebody for an address and they give you the cross street. Because like the other day, I had to make an appointment and I'd never been to this place before. And then like, I asked the girl, I was like, hey, what is the address? And she goes, oh, it's at Maple and Ridge. And I was like, yeah, that's not a fucking address. And you know why it makes me mad? Because I want to punch that girl in the face so badly, but I don't know where she is because she didn't give me the fucking address. <laughs> so a little bit about me. My uh, Grandpa has been a photographer for about 60 years now, and my mom and uncle were really good amateur photographers. But I suck at photography, but I take really good dick pics. <laughs> yeah, but no matter how good they are, though, I always get the same compliment. Why are you taking a picture of my dick? <laughs> my grandpa loves that joke, though. He claps for that joke when he comes to shows and stuff. <laughs> So I have no idea, like, I, I, I don't have the heart to tell him he didn't teach me that, though. Like, my uncle taught me that. <laughs> All right, leave you feeling depressed. All right, thank you guys so much. I'm Shane Hardy. Keep it going for Shane Lahari. If you guys need to crop something out of a dick pic, he's the person to get hold of. <laughs> All right, your next... Your next comic coming to the stage. Shit. Oh, Chop Reynolds. Please welcome Chop Reynolds to the stage. How y'all doing? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. My name is Chop Reynolds. It's very exciting to be here tonight. I, I have some friends in the back. My neighbors are in the back. My brother is in the back. Which brings me to the first thing that I have to say tonight. Uh, when I was 10 years old, 
he deleted my Pokemon save file with a level 100 Charizard. There's no punchline to that joke. That always just felt like something needed to be said into a microphone. God damn. I feel like Abel had a better brother. Yeah. Throwing some Bible jokes at you. You weren't ready for that. I recently got my second vaccine, so that's cool. I feel fucking bulletproof right now, and that's awesome. Especially because I live near Old Town, so I can put that to the test. <laughs> it's really cool to be here in the summer, though. I'm a teacher, um, and so life just got way better for me uh, very recently. Uh, and that's cool. Um, but I have a question real quick. Are there any parents in here? Yeah. Okay, well, hold up there. Y'all are fucking terrible at your jobs. Please. Allow me, a person with no children, to explain where you've gone wrong. I, I, I don't know, I'm just making fun, because parenting is hard, it's incredibly hard, I get it, that's why I only did it part-time. Like, you all spent 24 hours a day with them? God damn. End of the day hits, I'm like, nah, we're done, kid. Get on. Fucking, I, you know what I did this morning? This is how I know I'm not ready for kids. I woke up at 9 a.m. and ate cereal in silence. Parents out there are like, oh, yeah, fucking good for you, man. That's living the dream. You're a hero. But that was awesome. And that's how it tells me that uh, I'm, I'm not ready to be a parent. Um, that plus, it's summer vacation right now, which is the only time as an adult that you're legally allowed to be unemployed and, and it's not all awkward and stuff, and they're like, oh, what are you doing for work right now? Fucking nothing, man. It's great. <laughs> I'm gonna switch gears here real quick. Here's a fun fact for you that I have learned in my newly found free time. Kid cuisines taste less good every day you are alive. <laughs> Seriously, you're having a good day sometime. Go to Dylan's, buy yourself a kid cuisine, you'll put a stop to that real quick. <laughs> It's weird, though. I, I, I realize how, how off my schedule is. Like, I'll, I'll go out of my apartment, and I'll be sitting there drinking a beer, and my neighbors come out, and I'm like, hey, you guys want one? They're like, nah, man, it's 9.30. We've got to go to work. Why? <laughs> it's just, it, it's hard for me. I'm also trying to quit smoking. It's just really hard because I feel like for the last year, I've been that Ben Affleck meme where he leaves work, and he's just like, oh, it's just me every day. But I'm trying to do a bunch of things new, I'm trying to, you know, live that summer life. I went running in Old Town the other day. Uh, that was cool. I decided, you know, it was on my summer list to go running, so I did that one day, so I'm done now, so that's cool. Um, and I got catcalled. Uh, and it was the weirdest fucking thing. I'm told uh, from ladies that this happens all the time, but as a guy, getting catcalled is really weird because you're like, it, like me? Yes, I, I have actually been working out just like 20 minutes ago. Thank you. I can see the results for the work you put in. But it was weird. I turn around and there's like this 6'2", like big, burly guy with this beard and everything. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's not what I was expecting. And all I could see in my head was like flashes of the National Park sign that says, warning, you cannot outrun the bears. <laughs> it's Pride Month. You're allowed to laugh at the joke. If I were a corporation, my logo would be rainbow this month. That's how committed I am. <laughs> I have a cat, and I love my cat, but it's kind of weird when you're 33 and you have a cat, you live alone. So I tried to call my cat my roommate so it'd be less weird, but it turns out that just made it way fucking weird. 
because you're out on a Tinder date or something, and you're like, I gotta go feed my roommate. <laughs> Run by Dylan's and pick up some cat litter for my roommate. Really fucking glad I got my roommate spayed. <laughs> it's weird though, she's, she thinks she's my girlfriend, but like, if my girlfriend were from the Jersey Shore, like, I'll go out to the parking lot, and she's out there, like, starting shit with the neighborhood cat. She's like, what the fuck you doing, Trina? What are you doing coming to my block? And I'm like, calm the fuck down. And she's like, bitch, I'll cut you to get to hurt. <laughs> know your place. It's fucking gangsta. It does prepare me a lot for dealing with teenagers, though, and that's really nice. I know to keep the spray bottle handy. <laughs> um, and I know that they have the same interests. Their attention span is, like, eight seconds long, and they fucking love lasers. <laughs> And the last thing I gotta say though is um, summer has been uh, very, really cool for me because I get to focus on my side hustle now, uh, which is my OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, so I expect to see you all signed up very soon. Um, it was a little weird though. I guess I shouldn't say OnlyFans. It's just one. It's OnlyFans. It's singular. Um, his name is Brett. I met him when running in Old Town uh, today. And... That's pretty cool. My name is Chopper. Thank you so much. Hey, keep it going for Chop Reynolds, guys. Keep it going. All right. Your next comic coming to the stage is a very good friend of mine. She's here from San Antonio. Please give her a warm welcome, Casey Quick. In fact, um, when we were dating, I said, hey, I'd really like to watch some movies. Do you like movies that have sequels? And he was like, yes. I said, good. And he's thinking like, you know, what are, what are the, the racing ones? You know what I'm talking about. The ones I've never Fast seen. That one, that one, the Fast and the Furious. They're so dumb. Anyway, um, I said, how about um, Fifty Shades of Grey, the whole series? <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. And he kind of got into it, it was fine, but then when I gave him my book that had been highlighted, <laughs> which, is your, is your copy not highlighted? <laughs> I'll borrow, here, do you wanna borrow a highlighter? <laughs> it's fantastic, it's a great reference point. You know, for uh, training purposes, you guys need to do this before you get married. You make him watch the movies, you made him read the books, and everything turns out perfectly. But he's very funny also. So we go to, uh, home goods or something to buy a dog chew and uh, the lady goes do you have a dog my husband goes no she's just real tired of me chewing on her high heels <laughs> like, <laughs> nice one um, and then we're in vegas and we're in a we're in a cab in vegas and have you ever had a cab or an uber driver that won't stop talking and i mean won't stop talking oh hi are y'all believers <laughs> like, uh, sure are you, are you gonna preach to us right now? 
Uh, and she goes on and on, and we learn that she likes to shoot, and she thinks everybody in Vegas are sinners, and she's going on vacation soon, and it goes on and on. And as soon as she takes a breath, my husband goes, so do you have any cats? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, that was another 30 minutes of that cab ride. We heard about all seven of that lady's cats. <laughs> Um, after seven years together, he actually is still turned on by me, which I find thrilling because I just turned 50. Everybody be shocked. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I should say 60 because then I look really good. <laughs> so uh, he's still turned on by me, which is nice, um, but it's the weird things that turn him on. Like I'm grabbing my vitamins in the morning and... It's a lot, it's a whole handful, and I put them all in my mouth at once, and I swallow them down at once, and he goes, oh, I like that. So needless to say, I gave up bananas and ice cream cones a long time ago. <laughs> he doesn't need extra testosterone, Steve, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> uh, and one night we were at dinner, I talked him into going to a Korean barbecue, and I put the first bite in my mouth, and it was shoe leather. It was a horrible. And I'm sitting there with it in my mouth, and he looks at me and says, I can tell that you don't enjoy that. And you're about to spit that out. I'm like, are you new here? You know that look. <laughs> of course I didn't enjoy it. Of course I'm going to spit it out. <laughs> what this is for we shouldn't have to do that anymore so i was certainly overwhelmed with joy when dr fauci came out and announced that not only should we be wearing masks all the time uh we should be wearing them at home and even in bed so i'm sorry honey i got a mask up good night <laughs> i don't let him watch news anymore so don't tell nobody tell him anyway i'm casey quick good night Keep it going for Casey Quick, everybody. All right, let's give it up for your next comic coming to the stage. Please welcome Mike Burke. Man, so recently I've been uh, splitting a pack of blue chews with my best buddy. It's working out. Uh, except for we got down to the point where there's one extra, and we don't know who to give it to, so we... I feel like that's like the hot dog, where there's like more hot dogs than buns situation, so we have to keep buying more. This is where I tell you I'm gay or something. I don't know. Is it gay? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, that was a real joke I just wrote over there. Let's fuck it. Uh, uh, new shit. Let's go. Let's get it going. Uh, anybody ever heard of the story of the guy who created the first dildo? No. No? Ah, apparently uh, he had a dream, and in that dream, God visited him and told him, if you build it, they will come. Ah. History's fun. <laughs> uh, so, uh... Yeah, recently I've been studying up the, in the porn industry. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of documentaries online. Uh, there's this, uh, you, did you guys know nurses used to be really naughty? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I've been studying up on it, and apparently uh, dudes in the porn industry could be called uh, uh, stunt cocks. Just a great term, I wanted to throw that out there. I've been thinking about it a lot, like just some guy, like grizzled vet. He's like, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been a stunt cock for like 25 years now. <laughs> It's, it's a hard game. You ever try to throw your cock down a flight of stairs? <laughs> With keeping your face out of frame? Difficult shit, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, one day I was trying to jump my cock over three semi-trucks. Uh, made the jump, missed the mat, was out of business for like three months. Almost lost my kids. <laughs> I mean, the industry, you know, it's, 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 it's not a tight-knit industry. It's not like the stunt cuts. You know, they're real tight, closed-lipped. <laughs> 
Except for Mona. She's all wide and <laughs> she talks about everybody. Oh, Mona. Yeah, well, you know, it's, the insurance part's really difficult. You know, it's expensive. It's expensive insurance, you know, and I tried to tell him, you know, it's got a helmet. He didn't listen. <laughs> all right. Out of the voice. <laughs> Back to new stuff. Old stuff. I don't care. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Y'all having a good time? We all drinking? All right, good shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. I quit drinking because I have goals in life. <laughs> yeah, 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 you wish, Derek. I ran out of blue chews already. You're done. <laughs> Man, no, uh, but like, uh, so I was talking to my doctor. Basically, uh, I need to quit. Like, I mean, I have the hardest working liver in Kansas. I mean, it's not enough. I mean, if my brain worked as hard as my liver, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be on Mars prank calling Elon Musk from my moon base saying shit like, hey Musk, when you get into Mars, like, four quadrillions, you see, my jokes would be that bad because I wouldn't be a stand-up comic. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Uh, I got a new roommate recently. Yeah, uh, I was nervous. I thought I was going to have to buy a safe, but uh, turns out he's allergic to peanuts, so I just uh, leave peanuts on all my important shit. It's like my wallet, my Xbox, my jar of peanut butter, because I don't trust him. I just don't. And, you know, he gets depressed often enough. I don't want to come home. He's dead, covered in peanut butter with an empty jar next to him. It's like, oh, God, I got to go to the store. Ugh. And I got to do a Craigslist ad. Fuck you, Tom. Uh, and uh, I've been seeing a psychiatrist recently, but I don't think it's really going to work out. Turns out the guy's a huge pervert. Yeah, I walk into his office, he has all these pictures of naked men on the walls, just butt-fucking and blow-jobbing. They're just like, sir, what is with this art project? He's like, what, the Rorschach tests? I'm like, ah, man, I don't care what you call them, this is inappropriate. Why is my dad in all of these? This is fucked up, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, relationships suck. Uh, Girls, ladies, we're done with girls. I'm old enough. Fuck. <laughs> ladies, you can be mean, and I don't even think you realize it. Any guys, you ever hear this one? Wrong hole. It's not nice. I don't like it. You know, you say it like that because it's, it's mean, and you, uh, I just can't see in the dark. Like, what the fuck? Okay, the whole thing is I don't do good with negative reinforcement. I'm a positive reinforcement guy. So maybe next time I get it right the first time, give me like a good job. Way to go. Turn around and give me a smile. You know, so nice. <laughs> Someone record this because I forgot to. <laughs> I fucked up. Dude, my thing is full of porn or something. I don't know what's going on, but it just won't record anymore. I keep clicking it and it immediately goes away. Uh, what's a good ender joke? Uh, you guys hear about Israel? <laughs> Wacky Israel? <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. Never, never, I don't know. I don't have a joke for that. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, good ending bit. Um, somebody give me a topic. Spiders. What? Spiders? Okay. Fuck you with the coconuts and the spiders. All right, Walgreens. All right, I'll do the stupid spider joke. Fuck it. It's fun. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> 
All right, so anybody else afraid of spiders? I, I hate them. There's just too much going on with them, man. I just feel like God created cocaine and then spiders. It had to have been. He's just like, all right, we're doing a lot of four-legged things. Four legs, maybe eight legs, and a million eyes. It'll have fangs and poison. It'll climb up walls. It'll capture its brain so that it literally shits out of its ass. Who got this coke? Damn, Peter. You're a fucking saint. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not you. <laughs> they wrote a book about you. It wasn't even good. Harry Potter lived. Thank you guys very much. My name's Mike Burke. Have a fantastic night. Keep it going for Mike Burke, everybody. All right. Your next comic coming to the stage. Had a rough time getting here. He was almost kidnapped by Sandra Bullock three times on his way this evening. Please give it up for Felix Johnson. If y'all don't laugh, I'm beating the shit out of Esteban. So. Um, I'm black, I just thought I should let you know before you find out on your own. And my name's Felix Johnson, and uh, so one day I was at the Y, and this guy, he kept looking at me, I'm like, what the fuck, anyway. And he goes, hey, and so I pull out my earbud, he goes, uh, did you play football at Trinity? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, uh, shit, the mic thing, I remember now. <laughs> he goes, did you play football at Trinity? I said, yeah, and he goes, my son is Bobby, and I, Bobby used to get head from girls in the fucking parking lot before school started every day. And he goes, you know, I was looking at you, and I was like, that's gotta be Felix Black. I'm like, Felix Black? I'm Felix Johnson, I'm black is just what color I am, what the fuck? Uh, like, being black around here is really weird because like, I can't put you guys in jail for what the fuck you say sometimes. And like, College Hill is where I learned how to swim. Yes, I learned how to swim. Jesus Christ. God damn. Colton. <laughs> but uh, I remember when I was, a kid, when I was younger, uh, I was hanging out with this girl, and we were, just, we were hanging out with just innocent child shit. And uh, pretty soon, I, like, I drifted off from her, and like, her mom came around. I wanted to go back and play with a girl. And the mom goes, she doesn't want to play with people like you. Like me? I know I'm six foot five, 340 pounds. That's rude, though. That is very rude. And I, fuck, laugh, 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 I'm stealing CW's jokes. <laughs> but uh, I got a new eye doctor recently, and uh, you know, I, I got excited because she's a woman. And I was like, this is how all the stereotypical pornos start. You can't see this, but can you see these? Um, seeing how that would work out. But I was sitting in the waiting room by myself, and I heard her voice from the next room, and she's like, oh, oh my God, so this. I'm like, she sounded ugly, and so I was like, damn. The fucked up part about it is she came in the room and she was ugly. Thank you. I'm here all week. Um, fuck you, Festival. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you if they don't laugh, I promise. Uh, I'm the black sheep of the family. Like, I get cropped out of pictures and everything. Crop! I get cropped out of pictures. God damn! <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, like, I, I don't commit any crimes. I don't drink. I don't do out. I don't do drugs. Like, but my, my fucking cousins, those are, that's a fucking gang. Like, it's bullshit. And my grandmother still calls me the terrible grandson, so I'm like, what the fuck? And <laughs> I think it's, I've earned it, though, because one time, they call me the family bully, and my, my uh, 
cousin was wearing some ripped jeans one time and I said she looked like a busted can of biscuits. <laughs> I mean, don't wear that shit. I mean, it's not my fault. Like I'm, just, I'm like, I'm a really good kid too. Like I, I, went, I went to private school and everything. I'm a good kid. I'm a good kid. Like when they were 17, they had children. When I was 17, I had college credits. I was very astute. I was a very, very on track young man. Uh, like I said, I uh, went to private Christian school. And uh, there's really like two things that they teach you in private Christian school. Sex is bad and masturbation is worse. Like five of the people I went to high school with are right here, so they really got that shit. They really got that shit. And, uh, but that really leaves you with like three options after you graduate. And I've always said this for years, like when you graduate private Christian school, you either get a tattoo, get married, or go out of state and blow all your money on cocaine. I got a tattoo. But cocaine's not out of the question. If anybody has any tonight. No? Cool. I'll be in the back. Um, because that's where my people hang out. Yeah, you like that one? But of course you do, Esteban, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but like, I hated going to private Christian school sometimes because like, I hated talking about slavery. And like, imagine you're me. Six foot five, 340 pounds, black, 17 years old. And uh, two of the nicest girls in class are sitting in front of you. And the teacher goes, chapter 13, slavery. Jesus Christ. Like, it's not, it's not right. And I know you guys know who exactly those were. I'm doing comedy for these five guys. And I don't give a shit about you guys in the back. Fuck you. Especially you. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Felix Black. Over Felix got cropped out of his pictures. I don't know why they didn't crop his badass cousins out of those pictures. That's two more times. All right, your next comic coming to the stage. Please welcome Eric Zayas. Give it up. How's it going, Vorshays? <clears throat> My name is Eric Zayas. I know what you're thinking. Zayas, where's that from? I'm Latino, I'm Mexican, I know I don't look like it, but that's a little racist on you guys. Uh, like, I'm like really Mexican, like my back is still wet Mexican. Um, I like that one. Uh, I'm so Mexican, like, my pullout game ain't that strong. I'm having a kid here soon, which is kind of cool, I guess, I've been told. Um, you know, usually when you tell somebody like, oh, I'm having a kid, it's congratulations, good, you know, good job, or, Way to go. Uh, my friends, not so much. I texted the group chat. I was like, hey, fellas, uh, well, got my girl pregnant. And they're like, damn, son. Pull out game hella weak, ain't it? I'm like, yeah, a little bit, I guess. Uh, thanks. I, uh, the more, you know, the more, like, throughout the pregnancy process, uh, they started asking questions. Like, oh, what's the child plan? I'm like, I'm a 23-year-old wannabe stand-up Answer that. Could be important. I don't know who that is. But I'm a 23-year-old, you know, wannabe stand-up comedian. Like, of course this wasn't fucking planned. 
you know? And they're like, oh, well, it was, it's an unexpected blessing. Well, that's one way to put it, you know? So I asked my mom, I was like, hey, mom, was I an accident? She's like, do you see your dad around? I'm like, well, that's a good question. That's, that's, that's a hell of an answer, mom. But she's like, no, well, son, you were, you were a surprise, a surprise from God. I'm like, bitch, a surprise? What am I, stripper and a cake? What the fuck does that mean? So I started like reading, I was saying like, oh, well, it's an, we, we get to start calling kids an accident. Start calling babies accidents. We got to call it as it is. And then my girl's like, oh, you're really going to call our daughter an accident? I was like, well, I mean, you know, that one night we're both drunk, your leg behind your back, your finger in my butt. We weren't really necessarily planning the next 18 years together, you know? We don't like fingers and butts, do we, huh? I thought we were... I thought we were that kind of crowd. <laughs> Speaking of illegal aliens, um, so I've been thinking lately, I can say it, stop. Uh, I'm from the motherland. Uh, I've been thinking, you know, with a lot of aliens, like what were they, like, they built the pyramids in Egypt and stuff, like, what if they were done and they went to Mexico, like, what were, like, what they, what were, like, what was their plan, you know? They got to Mexico, they see the whole Sanchez clan, like, cleaning off, you know, like, ah. Well, job's done. The pyramids are all fucking built. They're like, yo, these fucking Mexicans beat us. You know? I don't know. I see a lot of white people. I was like, well, let's get a little racist. Uh, um, I, uh, like I said, you know, I was stereotypical. I started working in a restaurant when I was like 12 years old. And it's really cool because my hometown is close to an army base. So we had a lot of old vets, right, coming through. And uh, for some reason, they're a little racist. I don't know why. But uh, one of them started arguing with me. And he's like, son, you know I fought for your freedom. And I'm staring back like, oh, uh, freedom? I'm fucking illegal. I don't know what freedom you're talking about, sir. And I looked at him like, dude, do you know where you're at? Like, the entire staff is also illegal. I don't know what freedom you're talking about. And he starts looking at me. He's like, son, you're white. Picks up the tapatio bottle. He's like, this is a Mexican. I was like, hey, man. You might have me on that one. Uh, might have got me there. Uh, and then, you know, I've had a lot of, you know, racist encounters with them. And then I realized, like, Mexicans are might be the most racist race, you know? And I got that from my dad because during Christmas time, I called him. I was like, hey, uh, I'm bringing my girl Chelsea over. Uh, just know she's Asian. So act right. This motherfucker's like, ooh, we're having orange chicken for Christmas, aren't we? <laughs> Get it out now. Get it out now. And so we arrived, right? Christmas time, turkey, tamales, fried rice. My mom didn't know how to act either. Um, and my dad's, you know, the whole thing set up. We got the Grinch in the background. Everything's, you know, cool. Then my dad opens his mouth. Chelsea, where are you from? Well, I'm from here, but my family's from Vietnam. This dude goes, Vietnam? Uh, what part of China is that from? I'm like, well, dad, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, I have, I got her pregnant, now I can't test out my character. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that one means. Uh, what's up, fellas? You have hella dudes here, huh? Some big old sausage fest, I love it. White dudes, chilling. Uh, I got a question, who's the ugly friend? Don't look at me like I'm looking. It's one of you. Listen, listen, it's all right though, it's all right. I get it, I understand. Uh, I was the only friend once, you know, I used to hang out with a lot of guys also. 
Joe. But I realized I was the ugly friend because I was hanging out with my buddy Cam, uh, light-skinned, so I fucked up on that one. Um, but I posted on my, uh, I posted on my Snapchat story, right, and I had a young lady swipe up saying, ooh, who's your friend? I said, that's Cam, but what about me? This fucking bitch hits me with, LOL, quit it. Fucking bitch. Nah, that's my time. My name is Eric Zayas. Thank you, guys. All right, keep it going for Eric Zayas, everybody. The Mexican that's so white, we know where Carlos O'Kelly's came from now. All right, your next comic coming to the stage. Please welcome Goose. five white guys left. Felix went to school with them. They scattered quick as a motherfucker. These are the guys I used to sell drugs to when they were in high school. I swear to God. Uh, <laughs> Eric Zayas swears up and down that he's Mexican every time he's up here. And I, I just want to say that I was, I've been waiting to catch him uh, on that bluff. Uh, the other week at Barley Corns, I got in there, we were having a conversation, he was wearing a new jersey. And I said, oh, that's really nice, where'd you get that? And he proceeded to tell me about the sweet deals at Marshall's in Mays. That was white man shit. <laughs> Don't act. <laughs> Don't act like that shit's Mexican, bro. Don't act like that. I recently had to have a, uh, a discussion, an, an argument if you will, with my grandfather. He, he wanted to, to take the side uh, that the Black Plague was the worst thing to ever happen to this planet. The Black Plague, after last year, he wanted to, to, to debate that the Black Plague was the worst thing to happen to this planet. And I really wish he wouldn't talk about hip hop like that, because I swear to God, I fucking love hip hop. Don't fucking disrespect. Don't disrespect the woo like that, man. I feel we're, that we're in an age of uh, age role reversal. Because when I was growing up, I had parents and grandparents telling me shit about respect. Saying things like, now when you grow up, you're going to have to do things that you don't exactly want to do. Uh, and here I am doing stand-up. So that's, I mean, I, I held my bargain. But what? we went through the past year and a half with these same people, the same age, complaining about having to wear masks into a grocery store that they want to spend as little time in as possible. I don't think that that shit's fair. We're going in an, into an age of age role reversal where, you know, th this is the kind of shit that's happening and teenagers have to stop old people from saying wild shit. <laughs> I feel like it's unfair. I don't know. And when you see something happening to somebody that says something wrong, it's usually younger people that'll, that'll go, oh, he got what he deserved. Karma caught up to him. That's not what karma is. I don't know if any of you know that. Karma is literally just what you do has repercussions. That's it. There's nothing more to it. But this is what I call white girl sorority karma, where they're like, I feel like he did something bad to me because he didn't say thank you when I worked at that fucking Starbucks and I've been waiting for something bad to happen to him because he ruined my day one time when I wasn't having a good day. It doesn't matter. It, it's not, uh, whatever. All right, that fucking sucked, <laughs> doesn't it? Uh, I don't know, bro. 
I, 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 th I feel like I'm done arguing with people. It doesn't matter, especially people of my age, because I'm recently finding out the people my age won't even fucking drink orange juice with pulp in it. Like, how much of a fucking adult are you where the biggest thing you have to complain about is your orange juice being fuzzy? The fuck is that shit? It's no hardship. I don't know, that's a white complaint like a motherfucker, dude. I don't know. I, I get my pants from the uh, Dillons because I'm fly like that. And, uh, I don't know, I was going in there pre-COVID, of course, because they didn't have the fucking dressing rooms available. Uh, but I went in there, I'm trying on these pants, and, uh, somebody had sharpied on the inside of the stall, being white is okay. I'm like, it's all right. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's a tough sell sometimes, though. Nobody informed me that Growing older, the weirdest thing about being white uh, was you're gonna have other white people tell you racist shit in confidence. <laughs> the fuck is that? Why am I on your side, supposedly? I don't know. I can't even tell you the worst thing that I've ever heard from a white person, unless I was telling another white person in confidence. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I had to go into the doctor for a, a it's an early term uh, colonoscopy recently. I, I've been having problems. And uh, so I go in there, I'm, I'm trying to relax, I'm doing my thing. I just don't know why I had to do it. Does anybody, <laughs> that's never happened to anybody else before? Listen, when you go in for a colonoscopy, that, Pull-out game is never more important to a white man. Rather than when you're in a colonoscopy, you're like, I hope this comes out clean. You don't want, you don't want nothing happening there. Pull-out game, by the way, everybody else who's procreating around here, not a fucking game. I don't know if you have to hear that from me. I'm tired, everybody is, uh, you bitching about taxes and everything. I'm tired of paying for your fucking wall-eyed kid. The, <laughs> It's not a fucking game. It's literally life or death. And I need you to stop pretending that it's not. Thank you guys, I'm Goose. Keep it going for Goose, everybody. All right, your next comic coming to the stage. Please welcome Mike Alcarez. All right, I'm gonna switch it up tonight. Um, these are like phrases, lines that like don't fit in any jokes. Just like the miscellaneous like bullpen. So um, I'm Mike the Crop Dust King. Uh, it's just gonna be like a gerrymandering, all right? It's no flow, okay? Um, uh, broke Dick Mountain. Uh, LGBTQ. XYZ, now I know my ABCs. Uh, 
Y'all like chicken sandwiches? Yeah. What do you know about the raging Cajun Hoto chicken sandwich? Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a cuckold. <laughs> Y'all remember ISIS? It's been pretty hot lately. I wish I could use some ISIS cream. A dessert to die for. Uh, I'm sad that Nipsey Hussle died. I hope his killer is doing the Nipsey Hussle butthole shuffle in jail. I'm a little slow. Uh, I thought BLM when that came out was a bacon, lettuce, mustard. Burger promos. <laughs> Sketchy people wear Skechers. Uh, I'm a motherfucker. I've had sex with a lot of moms. The customer is not always right. Uh, sometimes pussy smells so bad, it's like, how is this pleasure? <laughs> uh, has anyone been looking for a job? Maybe you could work at a piss poop factory separating the piss and pee poop on a conveyor belt? Uh, Nancy Pisslosi. Donald Dump, Josephine Diaper Biden, uh, seven out of ten people that work at Spirit or Aircraft are unoriginal douchebags, three out of ten are the greatest people. <laughs> For some, they should be condoms that are used from latex glove pinky fingers. Uh, Y'all like dogs by chance? Uh, any Christians out there? Okay, just me. Um, you, you can't spell dog without G-O-D. Alright, uh, and my one joke of the night. Um, so uh, I, I used to work at a jewelry store, thought it would be like, all right, thought it'd be kind of cool, thought I'd be like Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems. It wasn't like that. Like, I wanted to get shot like Adam Sandler. Uh, like, I didn't, wasn't even really selling jewelry. I was more like the official, like, cum ring washer. You know, like, people come to the jewelry store to get their rings cleaned. And it's like, we all know, like, damn well, like, the women were jacking off the guys. The guys were fingering the girls. And then here I am washing the cum off the rings. Uh, <laughs> uh, bet a couple characters while I work in there, too. 
uh, there's this one guy looking for an engagement ring, and he tells me that uh, he hopes, like, she doesn't go through his sock drawer and uh, finds all the Viagra bottles he's been using since day one of the relationship. Thank you, miss. And uh, there's this one guy, uh, one girl, she's like, I can't wait to marry him. He's got such a big cock. And I was like, uh, I think women actually need to help out the average dick guys. Yeah. By scraping that crust off their feet. It's like, you ever grabbed a foot for leverage, you get a deeper thrust and your hand gets all cut up? And you're like, you're like, oh, ow, oh, ow. So your hand starts hurting. Then you like wake up in the morning and your shins are bleeding after a night of spooning. That's my time, thank you. Please give a big round of applause for your next comic coming to the stage, Alex Aguilar. Uh, so I grew up on a farm, right? Not the kind where we had like crops and shit. It was different than that. Uh, it's funny because I'm dating a vegetarian but I literally grew up raising cattle to get slaughtered. So like, I've been completely desensitized. I mean, as a child, I grew up like feeding calves, watching them grow, and then eating them weeks later when they came back from the slaughterhouse. Like it has no effect on me. You know what I'm saying? I am dating a vegetarian, by the way, and I like to cook frequently. Like I'm, I'm cooking all the time. So every time that I cook, I gotta make two different meals. One for me, because I always got meat in it, and then, you know, it's something for my girl. This does not have a punchline. I'm just telling you the amount of shit that I have to put up with on a regular basis. So we were talking about cropping photos earlier. It's pretty good. Uh, I wish I could crop out the prison photos that I had, man, because some of them got pretty embarrassing. Imagine me, right, with a full head of slick bag hair, like I thought, let's just say prison changed me, dog. Let's just say that. I had to get a couple of those out the way real quick because I got some fucking crazy competition somehow today. Y'all don't have any idea what I'm talking about. I don't really give a shit. So uh, I do have a couple things that I did want to try to like re-hit again. Um, everybody eats ass now. And if you don't, keep that shit to yourself. But maybe everybody's a little bit spoiled now. Maybe y'all don't remember back in the day, because they ain't used to be getting, if you, you, if you eat ass now, it's like, oh, whatever, everybody eats ass. Back in the day, dog, they was calling it rim jobs. And if you was giving rim jobs, you was a dirty motherfucker, bro. And I wanna know really who remarketed that because they deserve to be paid a handsome motherfucking fee. Because I love that shit, but I wouldn't be giving no goddamn rim jobs. I, I eat my girl's ass, but you got me fucked up. 
if you think I'm gonna give that bitch a rim job, fuck that shit, man. So, you know, it's crazy because like, so I'm like 25. So Steve here, he probably remembers the rim job era. He used to give his wife rim jobs probably back when they had just started dating, you know what I'm saying? And we don't like really, we don't even, I don't even look at that shit now. You know, I'm like, the rim job page on Pornhub is like, oh, like even if you, the, the whole site is fine, but if you click on rim job, it's like error 101 page cannot be found. But if you look up eating ass, homie, shit. I know, trust me, I know. You don't even have to go look for yourself. I'll tell you right now, this shit is jamming, okay? Damn, I, I fucking wanted, I really, I forgot what the fuck I wanted to talk about right now. Hey, who likes eating acid? This, not ass, I know I just came off of that joke. LSD, who likes LSD? Anybody? Yeah, right. That motherfucker's never ate acid in their goddamn, fuck yes. Nerd. Okay, so check this out. Y'all remember the old uh, DUI commercials when they really tried to deter you from drinking and it was like just a drunk guy swerving around in a car while he was fucking half submerged in beer? I'm, I'm a pro drunk driver, dog, and I've never felt like I'm halfway to my nipples in gin while I'm driving around. Y'all remember what I'm talking about? The old DUI commercials where they're like, we will find you, you know what I mean? They open the door and all the fucking shit comes flying. That is not drinking and driving. I've drunk, I've drunk drove more times than I fucking can count. LSD driving, that is very much like sitting in a pool of liquid while you drive. So one time I drove from here to Dallas, Texas on LSD. Uh, don't worry, don't worry. I fell asleep at the wheel once, but nobody died. It's all good. Now that is very comparable. That is, I would say LSD driving does feel like a pool. That's what they should have made that commercial for. Like, hey, like, don't, don't trip and drive. You know what I'm saying? Because not only might you crash, but you could also get freaked out because you feel like your entire car is full of liquid and that's absolutely not real. I don't really have a punchline for this. I'm just trying to tell y'all, like, if you ever drive on acid, it's pretty tight. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Hold on. Is it bad if I can recount more than one time that I have fallen asleep at the wheel? I don't care. One time, bro, I was driving all my friends to a party, right? And it was kind of out in the boonies. You know how we're in Kansas, man. We're driving out to the fucking fields and all type of shit. I know some of y'all are old enough to remember when all of this was fields. I'm not talking about that, okay? I'm saying like I had to go out to a bonfire. Anyway, so I'm driving all my friends out there, right? And it's about 25 minutes into the drive and I fall asleep start swerving into oncoming traffic. My friends think I'm playing because I'm a big jokester. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So I'm a big jokester, right? And so nobody says anything for a minute because they're like, Alex is probably just bullshitting. I am asleep. Motherfucker, I am an REM. I am dreaming about something, dog. Probably having my fucking body halfway filled up with goddamn liquid in the car. Anyway, 
So everyone starts freaking out, screaming. My homie comes out from the back seat to grab the wheel, and I'm like, oh, no, chill. I just gently, I don't even like overcorrect. I mean, I gradually like turn my blinker on. I'm in oncoming traffic lane. I turn my blinker on to merge back into my lane. And I was like, I oh, don't worry, guys. I was just resting my eyes. The most old man shit I could have ever fucking done, bro. So what I'm saying is, if anybody needs a ride home, I got you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hey, <clears throat> why is it cool when me and my girl go to Subway, she only gets a six inch sub and she's like, oh no, that's all I need, I'm full. But when I fuck her, she says, can you go deeper? It's fucked up. This is Mexican urban cheese, you know what I'm saying? Shout out all my sandwich artists in here. Um, what is new? What is new? I recently started working at Third Planet, so you can tell where I'm at in life. Uh, I'm 24, by the way. I didn't, this is like, this is like a job that you get at 18, but see, at the age that I'm at right now, all my friends are like finishing their degrees, starting their careers. You know, they just spent the last four or five years going through college and all that shit. I came out of the last four years with two felonies and two baby mamas. So, <laughs> yeah. They say, Alex, man, that's fucked up. I said, didn't you hear? We got 1,200 per kid, motherfucker. <laughs> Only time that that's ever been useful. I'm gonna leave y'all. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. We love our kids. I had a homie, man, that just went to South Padre for spring break. Anybody ever go to South Padre? Yeah. I went there one time, you know what I'm saying? And I think, I, I don't think I could ever go back. South Padre during spring break is like a one and done. You know what I mean? There's something that you gotta go do, everybody's gotta try it, but I would never do that shit again. Like orgies. That shit was fun, but I would never do that shit again. Oh, y'all motherfuckers never had orgies? All right, whatever. I see I'm the only fun motherfucker in here. All right, last quick thing. I'm really into getting high on watching documentaries. Is anybody else into that type of shit? I think that 1900s history is the absolute most interesting motherfucking era of time that there ever was. We went to the moon. We created nuclear bombs. It was the first time that fidget spinners were created. We did a lot, right? Monroe and fucking uh, JFK, that shit was crazy. We had Johnny Cash. We had fucking Jimi Hendrix. I sometimes think about how crazy it would have been to be in like 1937 London when Germany was just coming over and bombing the shit out of you, right? Y'all remember that? Maybe you don't. It's called Blitzkrieg. That's the term that they use because they would just come in and fucking drop bombs, right? And uh, I think, man, wouldn't it be just a son of a bitch as like a mother of like four kids, you got a crazy ass fucking household, you've been slaving over dinner because it's some special event, you've spent three hours in this motherfucking kitchen, you got sweat coming from the back of your neck to your ass, 
you're just going through it. You finally get the table ready. You finally got everything motherfucking together. Your kids come to the table and that goddamn alarm goes off. That motherfucking siren that says the goddamn Germans is coming, right? And you just gotta get all these little punk ass, ungrateful motherfucking kids into this goddamn hole in the backyard and hope that when you get out, at least one course is there. Or think about you've been talking to a bitch for like two months, right? You've been laying in the groundwork. This is 1937 London, right? So you've been laying in the motherfucking groundwork, going from pub to pub, whatever, right? You finally got the bitch back to the crib. You're just about to pull the panties off. Germans is here, they're about to drop some bombs. Now, are you gonna give up on that pussy? Or, you know what I'm saying? Are you gonna just risk it for the biscuit? It's a lot of houses, maybe they'll take the neighbors. Me, I'm fucking, cause that's some bomb pussy. Shut the fuck up. Whatever. Anyway, man, I'm probably two minutes over my five, so I'm going to let y'all go. Hey, all drinks on Steve tonight. I love y'all so motherfucking much. Hit me up. I'm Ubering tonight. Shut the fuck up. All right, everybody, please give it up for the next comic coming to the stage. Please give a round of applause to Jeremy Rush. Give it up for Alex and shit. Oh, yeah. He's got a Carhartt shirt trying to talk about motherfucking uh, old school shit. <laughs> we know you work hard and shit, right? We understand. Ah, you was trying to talk about old school stuff. Shit, I know about old school stuff. I'm fucking old. It sucks. Shit, dude, my, my, old, my old lady, this bitch. Let me tell you about this bitch. My old lady, this bitch just got readers and shit. Like, I got some bifocals, and she's learned how to get readers. Yeah. And then the fucking next thing I know, we on a Taco Tuesday. She goes, come on, fucking go get lettuce and tomatoes and shit for Taco Tuesday. This bitch comes back with motherfucking cabbage. Yeah. Now I'm eating motherfucking, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what they're called. Beer rocks. Beer rocks. Oh, if I'd have said beer rocks, I had this fucking crowd rocking and shit. Goddamn. I couldn't remember that shit because I got I done got drunk all day. <laughs> shit. What's up, Big Spoon? What's up? You got your cake shit going on? Shit, hell yeah. Fat man does like cake. I love that motherfucking post. He was good looking good. <laughs> shit, what's up, my boy Bam back here and shit? He's gonna come up behind me. Man. Me and Bam and Steve got fucked up this weekend in fucking Atlanta. We got hammered jammer. <laughs> Shit. Dude, actually, I, today I had to look at my fucking, all the things on my fucking, on my uh, Credit Union of America. <laughs> Shit. To see where we went this weekend. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we did go there. Hell yeah, $24.50. <laughs> I couldn't remember where we, all we went. But all I know is this, 
when we got on the plane, we was fucked up. And then this motherfucker didn't even get on the plane one time. The dude, bam, missed the fucking flight from fucking to Charlotte or, uh, early in Atlanta. Do we? <laughs> yeah, but then he got to Dallas before me, and he was just waiting on me and shit like, I've been here for four hours. God damn. Like, dude, the, the fucking trip that we took from uh, uh, Dallas to Oklahoma to Wichita, if we just landed in Dallas, we could just drove there fucking and got there. And nobody else knows about none of this shit, but I don't give a fuck. I'm talking about some real shit that happened this weekend. Some motherfuckers doing real comedy. This up here is a little bit of fake comedy. <laughs> well, you know, like, ah. <laughs> All right, so I'm, so I'm going to do some jokes. <laughs> All right, no, this is a bad thing about doing black comedy in fucking Atlanta when you're a white dude. I just show up there and shit, and they're like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, can I get a mirror light? And they just hand me a Bud Light. And I'm like, that's cool, whatever and shit, you know? And then... Next time I say, hey, can I get a mirror light? They just hand me a Bud Light. And then they say, hey, can I get a mirror light? They just hand me a Bud Light. They're like, motherfucker, you're white. You're lucky you get fucking whatever you get up in this bitch. Because me and Steve was the only white people in that motherfucker in Atlanta. We went to Chocolate City, and they met Chocolate City. <laughs> they were like, you're lucky you're even up in here, bitch. Shit. Uh, we had a good time, though. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm about to get out of here. I'm fucked up. Someone should, someone should Uber me home. Fuck. My wife would really appreciate that. And it's me and my wife. Fuck that bitch. Now, are we recording this? Yeah. Hey, Spoon. Hey, fucking don't record this shit. Goddamn. My wife's mean as hell, dog. Fuck, dude. My wife's, dude. She'll tell. Dude, the only reason she loves Bam is because Bam is consistent. She's like, dude. But if any of my other friends try to cheat on her chick. My wife will fucking call her out and shit. Be like, fuck you, motherfucker. But she loves Bam because she's like, hey, at least that motherfucker tells that polygamous motherfucker to go on, you know. <laughs> shit. All right, I'm out of here. I love y'all like play cousins. I shouldn't even came up here. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> All right. The yeah. AA advertisement. All right, keep giving it up for Jeremy Rush, guys. All right, your next comment coming to the stage. Yes, we did do shows in Atlanta this weekend. Very funny, dude. Please give it up for Uncle Bam. Yeah. That's exactly how Atlanta sounded after these two motherfuckers <laughs> went up. <laughs> Like deja vu all over again, but it was full of cougar black bitches.
I would go to Chocolate City for my first time and bring two white people. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't plan that shit out right. We need more black comics. I know I ain't going to be going up on these open mics towards the end no more because everybody motherfucking done got ran out of here. I was out there smoking a blunt just watching them go out. Like, what the fuck is going on in there? And dude went up here, did 20 minutes, and then talked about bombing while bombing. <laughs> <laughs> that was an oxymoron. You know, like, like fried ice cream. <laughs> Jeremy done came up here and gave y'all the slur, drunken master. <laughs> yeah, you made that fucking bitch. <laughs> What you call Barack's shits? <laughs> there was people right here, they would have got spit on there, your whole set. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. I'm just telling jokes in front of the five comedians that know all my jokes. <laughs> Can't even work on nothing. Now, uh, Atlanta was rough. That was the first time I was nervous in some years to get on stage. They're disrespectful to everybody. Uh. I'm like, God damn, these old bitches don't give a fuck about nobody's personal life. You ain't talking about sex and bowel movements. They don't think that shit funny. And them is my two specialties, so I killed that motherfucker. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about pussies and doo-doo, nigga. That's all, nigga. They love the shit out of me. I'm like, yes. My two number one. <laughs> I don't know. Like next to Martin Lawrence, I might be the best pussy joke nigga out there. And doo-doo jokes, elite. <laughs> like, I'm a habitual shitter. I just talk about what I did today. <laughs> and I'm a sex addict. I just talk about what pussy I had. I ain't had no pussy in a while. It's been a minute. It was the last time I went to Texas, it was sad. <laughs> How you go from having sex every day to night like, man, my wrist hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> Let me see what else been going on. Just working on shit. Uh, I miss Corona. I wish that shit had popped back off. <laughs> uh, when that shit first popped off, Oh, nigga, wasn't nobody in the streets. I was delivering groceries and, and food and shit. Y'all white people didn't come outside for nothing. There wasn't no police outside. No drug, it was just me and drug dealers. That's it. It was just Uber Eats, the, the food delivery people, and drug dealers. Those the only motherfuckers in traffic. Nobody had legal tags. <laughs> Then these motherfuckers came back out. Ah, oh, it's been disrespectful. They got to shooting niggas and fucking shit up quick. Like, I love, like, my family thought I gave a fuck about them during Corona because I put life insurance on all my fat ass and sick family members and shit. You know, 15 cents a week ain't shit. You know, I can do 30 hours a month on this motherfucker. You're gonna be dead, hopefully, by the end of the year. <laughs> Nope, these bitches survived. Ain't nobody died in my family from Corona. <laughs> Them healthy, disrespectful, fat, diabetic motherfuckers. 
How the fuck you got past history to death and you decide to just make it? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I'm calling to check on them and shit like, how you doing? <laughs> Big old. Thought I cashed out. No, that bitch just had a cough. Ah, I got, now I got to cancel these plans. Watch these bitches die this year. I'm going to be pissed off. There's going to be some other health problems with high blood pressure or something. But uh, I'm not going to keep you motherfuckers because y'all hopefully got seven more comedians. <laughs> because I told this motherfucker I ain't want to be last, and it better not be one motherfucker next after me, and he just did some old technical white shit. Because there were 50 motherfuckers that was in here with y'all, and them bitches left. So I got these 10 niggas going to say I'm funny. Ain't nobody going to believe shit y'all say. I'm very upset with you, you fake-ass Mexican. <laughs> Nigga named Steve going by Esteban. That's some bullshit. I don't know who credit better, Steve or Esteban. <laughs> All right, man, God bless. Keep supporting this shit. And make sure y'all tell niggas to stay. All right, keep it going for Uncle Bam, everybody. Your next comic coming to the stage, give it up for Derek Larson. Come on. Don't give it up for me. God damn it. How do I follow that, man? We all suck, and then he gets up there. Ten people. He fucking kills. I hate myself. I wish I could. Hey, I wish there was a comedy show where you just kill yourself. No. There's nothing funny about that. I'm sorry. These are so fucking bright. Jesus Christ. All right, yeah, 10 people, woo! Yeah, yeah we, I'm gonna act like there's still people here and there's white people there. Wait, where's, there he is. How do I do comedy in front of this guy? He just, uh, he hit no punchlines for like four minutes. I'm, I'm kidding. No, I'm sorry, now I'm gonna do only jokes now. I'm gonna hit only punchlines if they don't work. I'm going to, I'm killing myself after this anyway, so this is how Vorshays usually goes. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to do, like, do we do jokes or do we just, like, make fun of ourselves? I'm white and I hate myself. Boom. I killed! That's my, that's my time. No, okay. There it is. Okay. All right, let's talk about roommates. Anybody got roommates? Yeah, everybody's dead. They're like, fuck your roommates, dude. Nobody gives a shit. It's 10 o'clock. Yeah, my roommates, uh, I got two, I had a couple roommates. I had a roommate that was a big gun guy. Anybody have a, anybody big fan of guns? Yeah! No, you're not. That's why you big fan of guns? shooting all weekend between comedy sets. In Atlanta? What are you shooting? Drive-by. A lot of gays. A lot of gays in Atlanta, right? I've been shooting loads. That's healthy. <laughs> all right, yeah. It's all the testosterone. Oh, I've had plan. I had a plan with the like. I had a date planned, and uh, then I masturbated 
And then I just immediately canceled. <laughs> like, I can do better. I'd rather read a book and... I don't know where I'm going with that. All right, yep, roommates, they suck. <laughs> yep, all right. I had a roommate, he's a big gun guy, big gun fan. He was walking out the house the other day with his AR and a bunch of rounds. I was like, hey, bud, where do you think you're going? School's closed at three. <laughs> I got people in the back. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we should all scoop, shoot schools up, right? No. What? <laughs> ah! All right, yep, yeah, all right. Also, uh, had a, I wish the lesbians were still here. We had lesbians front rows like, this is the time. Because I had a roommate that was a lesbian. I love lesbians, man. We have so much in common. You know, they love flannels. So do I. You know. Big fan of labia. Hey. And I went to a strip club with my uh, lesbian roommate once. And I don't know if you've ever been to a strip club with a bunch of lesbians, but whoa, you know. A lot of moisture in the air. <laughs> yeah. It's like a free breathing treatment, you know? <laughs> I was like, is this the rainforest? <laughs> it's tropical. Tropical, tropical, because, you know. Right, we'll work that out. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yep. Woo. Yep. All right. Uh, I had a. <laughs> Had a, one of my roommates, he came home, it was a dude, it was a dude this time, he came home and he was like, I see you just clean the wood floors, let's do some risky business shit, right? Because that's what you do with your heterosexual roommate. You strip off your pants and put long socks on, just start sliding. Uh, he started sliding and he, he tripped and he fell and he hit his head on the side of the table, was bleeding all over the place. I was like, that's a power of pine saw, baby. All right, this sucks. I hate myself. I'm gay. I wish Big Will was here. He makes everything better, man. I got a joke for him. I'm going to do it. I'll do it for you guys. I guess you guys know who Big Will is. All right. Big Will, uh, he put a post on Facebook of him with a, a Glock and a, like a couple pairs of Crocs. You guys see that? Yeah. Ultimately, I'm like, yeah, that's for Pride Month, right? Because that's fucking gay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he should do a better hashtag. It was uh, Glocks and Crocs. So yeah, that's too easy, right? It should be Glocks, Crocs, and more cocks. <laughs> All right, thank you, Big Willie, you fucking fat now. Did I? Oh, oh that, there it is. That's it. I've done it on all places that I've performed at. Just said the, the wrong word. All right, not the not the wrong word. Sorry, guys. The F word. That's okay. You guys aren't gay, are you? No, all right. Yeah. This sucks. I hate myself. <laughs> I'm doing two more jokes, and I'm I'm gonna go kill myself. All right. I haven't even got light. Go ahead and light me. With a gun. All right. No, no, too many kill jokes. All right. I'm killing too hard. All right. Do uh, let's see. Parenting. Yeah. You guys ever take a parenting class back in high school? Anybody take one of those classes? Yeah. What a mistake that was. You know. Yeah. Midway through that course, I'm like, I wish I could abort this. <laughs> Six weeks in, or I'm a bad person. You know. 
All right, I'm going to kill with the abortion jokes. All right, that's it. I'm Bernie Mac. Have a good night. All right, guys, your next comic coming to the stage. He's going to be co-headlining this weekend at the Looney Bin Comedy Club right over at 214 St. Francis. He's got a dry bar special. You can see him regularly on XM Radio. I hear him, I guess, on XM Radio. Please welcome Daniel Eaches. That was the most amount of credits per person I think I've ever heard at a show. How you guys doing? Good? Yes? Yeah. Sweet. There's a very depressed energy in this room right now. It feels like it's, <laughs> it feels like it's New Year's Eve, the ball already dropped, and the person you wanted to make out with is throwing up in the corner. But here we are. Good? Yes. This is a beautiful room, by the way. I like the tall seat. Although it feels like I'm performing in a loaf of bread. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh, looks like it. I'm all vaccined up right now. Thank you. Yes. Got Bill Gates' DNA running through my veins. <laughs> Feel it. A lot of people still don't trust the vaccine. I used to think those people were crazy until I found out that one of the vaccines was being made by Johnson & Johnson. I was like, the people who make shampoo for babies? No thanks. I'd rather get my vaccine from Garnier Fructis. <laughs> <laughs> it's more my brand. Oh, I'm out in L.A., man. Everything's been closed for so long. All my favorite places, too, like antique stores. I love antique stores. My favorite one is Big Lots. The other day I bought cereal from 2003. Hey, I don't care what you guys say. I like grocery shopping at Big Lots. They get creative with their food. They're like, you say expired bread, we say uh, croutons. <laughs> it's the kind of store you can walk in and be like, oh, cool, Spider-Man Pop-Tarts. And you flip around the box, you're like, Toby Maguire? What, what year is this? I'm pretty sure you could haggle at Big Lots if you wanted to. You'd be like, $5? $5? How about $3 and I don't report any of this? How about that? Oh. <laughs> uh, all the theme parks are finally opening by me, too, which is cool, man. I love theme parks. I'm a big fan of roller coasters. Although it is always extra scary for me riding the roller coasters. We have to share a lap bar because if the person next to me is bigger than me, which is 98% of people, <laughs> then for that whole ride, there's a foot and a half space between me and that lap bar, which means the ride starts and I'm doing 360 still in my seat. You haven't felt fear till you've asked yourself, should I be sliding around this much on a straightaway? It's like every time the ride turned, I'm like, this is it. This is how I go. Get off the ride, my buddy's like, you feel that hang time? I'm like, that's all I felt. I was airborne for three minutes. Scary. I got a lot of fears, too, in life, man. I really do. I'm scared of needles. It's so bad. When I go to the doctor, I don't even let him drop blood. I'm like, can you just punch me in the face till my nose bleeds? You know what I mean? Like, why does it have to be a needle? Can't I just floss? <laughs> I got a lot of fears, man. Braille? Yeah, look, Braille, look, they're tiny little bumps that blind people can read and I can't, all right? 
these blumps could say anything. I might look and see a regular piece of sandpaper, but they feel it and they're like, it says kill your neighbor. I don't know. It's changed my thoughts about things. Stucco on a house? I'm like, that's blind people graffiti. I'm just saying. Any texture with little bumps could potentially be a secret message for blind people. They could reach out and touch a teenager's face like your acne tells a story. I don't know. It's scary. Did I get too weird for you guys at the end? What happened? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I'm trying to be tougher and stuff. My body loves to remind me that I'm not. I get car sick. Oh, nothing makes me feel like less of a human being than for someone to ask, why'd you throw up? And for me to go, we were moving. <laughs> I tried to look down. It sucks, man. If you've never been car sick before, it's exactly like the drunk spins without any of the fun that got you there. Like your stories are worse. You're like, oh, yeah, it's crazy. We we're driving to Vegas. That's it. I puked. That's the whole thing, man. It sucks. I've seen people read books in the car. I'm like, you're a superhero. I don't know how you did that. That'd be my superpower, by the way. If I could pick one, if I could have a superpower, I feel like when you ask people that question, they always go too big with it, right? They're always like, superhuman strength. It's like, dude, I just want to be able to open a jar without using my T-shirt. Let's start there. You know what I mean? I don't need superhuman strength. I'd be fine with any superpower. Normal human strength, the ability to dance. <laughs> It's like the only power that the only power I wouldn't care for is X-ray vision. I just like I don't know what I do with that. It's like, quick, Daniel, use your power. I'm like, uh, you have a cavity. I don't know. It's weird. God, it's, it's, I just think superheroes have too big of powers, man. There was a Superman comic where at the end of the comic, Superman throws the bad guy into the sun. Honestly, he could have just thrown him at a wall. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like Superman misjudged what it takes to kill a person. Punch him too hard, make him eat a Tide Pod. It doesn't take much. But that's what Superman did. He throws the bad guy into the sun, and a few comics later, there's a new bad guy with a laser gun. And we as an audience are supposed to be like, I don't know if Superman's getting out of this one. It's, it's like, of course he is. He just cremated a dude. Right. This is why I like grounded superheroes, like Batman, you know? Batman doesn't have big magical powers. He's just got strength and white privilege. That's it. <laughs> can Batman be outmatched by a cholo with a knife? Maybe. I, you can make a whole movie out of that, like Batman's going to East L.A. I don't know if he'll survive this one. <laughs> oh. Dude, if I get COVID, it's because my lip has touched this mic like three times, and I don't... <laughs> I don't trust the vaccine enough for that, even. Uh, that's good. How am I doing on time? Do you light? I haven't been paying attention to that. Do you ever light? You're good. Oh, I'm lighted? I'm, oh, okay. I'm done? Is that it? We're good? All right. Yeah, let's finish there. Hey, go to the Looney Bin this weekend. Thursday through, uh, what, Saturday. Yes, do it, folks. Add me online. Daniel Eachus, E-A-C-H-U-S. Thanks, guys. Going for Daniel Eichus, guys. Come on. All right, your next comic coming to the stage. Please welcome Dylan Quick. Slowly. He's not quickly getting up here. Dylan Quick, one more time. This is my first time doing this. Yeah. Congrats to my mom, who's also a comic. Wow, it is really bright up here. So I'm going to talk about masturbation tonight. 
and when my mom caught me, several times. Um, so I used to take the remote and I would highlight all of the numbers and then I would take it to my mom and have her punch the numbers and I would put in all the combinations and I would find her restricted content that she watched with my dad. And I was like, wow, they're freaks. I was like, wow. It made me a freak. And I watched way too much porn growing up. And uh, one time my sister and my mom went to Dylan's and I thought I had like that 30 to 45 minute shopping window. And I opened up this LimeWire file and got the Paris Hilton video. And yeah. Pulled it up and of course it freezes. And all you can hear is sound. I can't turn the computer off. I hear the garage door open and my sister comes in and I run all the way to my room and act like I'm asleep. <laughs> and uh, I hear, Dylan! Dylan! I did not say a word and she came to the room. She's like, turn it off. So she catches me on the computer. She blocks me from everything. I get super starved and I start watching Carrie Underwood and it really got me going and I couldn't get any more porn and I thought my mom was asleep and uh, it was silent. It was all American girl and it was at the prime of the song and she walks into the living room and uh, I pull my blanket over and she's like, hey, and I used to steal a lot. So she was like, what's in your pocket? I was like, mom, there's nothing in my pocket. She's like, what is in your pocket? And so I tried everything I could not to stand up. And she made me stand up and she's like, Dylan, what is going on? So she catches me all these times and uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I have no other jokes. It didn't go as well as I planned. Hey, you did it. Hey, Dylan Quick is first-timer here. Give it up. All right, we have another first-timer coming to the stage right now. Please give it up for Taylor Garrett. There he is, Taylor Garrett. Come on. Come on down. Yeah. I came here from Ogden, Utah. This is my first time. Can I talk some shit, please? Yeah. Okay. I'm so fucking sick and tired of white people talking about fucking race and privilege and all this bullshit. For God's sakes. I mean, like, shut the fuck up. I have many black friends. We don't talk about that. But uh, it just seems like everyone wants to jump to the front line of what they're offended by and scared of and what the problem is with the world. But... I don't talk, like, I don't hear that from many black people. It's just interesting, you know. People are, like, trying to jump to the front of the line. I don't understand it. So, it's awfully quiet back here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, had, I just had this white woman the other day tell me about uh, my white, white male privilege, and I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? You've been along for the whole ride. You've been there. 
Oh, man. Wichita, Kansas. So I, I, I did hear a joke one time from Jay Leno. It was, uh, hey, did you hear about that uh, new cologne? It's called Umpire. It's for people with foul balls. Fuck y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. That's it. There's, there's nothing more. Uh, Tuesday, June 17th, we will have Tommy Davidson live in here. And our next open mic night live will be June, or I'm sorry, July 13th. Thank you guys very much for coming out. Please tip your bartenders and your waitresses. Thank you.